and welcome to Tubonga Tax, the show that provides you with the tax information that you need to stay informed. I am your host, Alan Madoka. And in this very, very special Tubonga Tax episode, our first vodcast, I have some very special guests with me. We have Mr. Andrew Osiani, who is the Chief Manager for Stakeholder Engagement and Events Management at the Kenya Revenue Authority. And we also have Mr. Nixon Omundi, who is at the Policy and Technical Advisory Division, which is also, of course, part of the Kenya Revenue Authority. Now, in this very exciting episode, we're going to talk about the upcoming Annual Tax Summit 2022, which is the eighth such event to be held. Now, let me start with uh, you, Andrew. Why does KRA host the Annual Tax Summit event? Yeah, so the tax summit, I mean, 2022 uh, will be marking the eighth tax summit. So that means we started in 2014. And 2014, this started as a conversation. We were looking for a platform uh, for sharing ideas on how to improve taxation. Um, and so that's how the tax summit came in. So the tax summit is one of Kenya Revenue Authority's uh, prime stakeholder engagement platforms where we mobilize uh, you know, uh, policy uh, proposals and ideas you know, on how uh, to uh, take the tax administration agenda forward. Okay. And we also uh, do this with various stakeholders, I mean, international stakeholders. So it brings yeah. together the private sector, the civil society, bureaucrats, you know, government, policy experts, uh, the media, you know, academia, and at times students, you know, who mm -hmm. have a lot to contribute on tax and customs issues. So we hold it, uh, you know, primarily for that. So essentially, it is a platform, it's an ideological platform. Right. That's number right. one, mm -hmm. you know. So it's an ideological platform in that that's where we exchange ideas and innovations in tax management. Mm -hmm. It's also a skilling platform. Yes. And by skilling, we mean uh, this is where we, we, we enhance the skills and capacity of uh, tax professionals, you know, to be better at what they do through knowledge exchange and networking. It it's also a cooperation platform right. where policymakers and, uh, you know, bureaucrats and people who handle tax matters, you know, cooperate to better understand what taxation is all about. Yeah. And finally, it's also a diplomatic platform. It's wow. a tax diplomacy platform okay. because this is where, as a continent in Africa, you know, we mobilize you know, our issues, especially around the rights to taxation mm. and, uh, you know, the rights to tax as an African. You know, Africa is ours and therefore it's our business. Eh? Of course. So we, of course it is. Yes. we yes. this is the platform where we bring all our sister agencies from all over the world, especially in Africa, yes. to talk about tax agenda or mm. tax matters that affect us as Africans and speak with a single voice from there. Okay. So it's actually bringing tax to relevancy and it's bringing it now to the forefront with the necessary experts and mm -hmm. stakeholders. Wow, mm -hmm. that's quite, quite, quite interesting, Andrew. Now, um, what has been the impact of the annual tax summit uh, on KRA? I mean, what has been the progress on the implementation of the summit recommendations, which I'm sure there have been many over the years? Yeah. So when we started in 2014, it, I mean, we started as, as, as a free discussion, you know, right. among uh, stakeholders who, who work on tax issues. And at some point, especially from 2016, you know, it started dawning on us that we need to be tracking what we are doing. Mm. Because when you have proposals, you know, and ideas coming through all over the place, and then you end the event there, 
and disappear and you don't come back to you know to take stock of what you're doing right I mean, that will essentially make it useless so what we decided to do from 2016 is to monitor some of the key things that are coming out of there mm -hmm. especially recommendations policy and technical recommendations emerging from the summit right and some of the things that the summit has given birth to are many so for example when it comes to predictability of tax environment mm which is a key proposal that came out from the last year's summit. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing that has come of it is the national tax policy, mm. which... Oh, yes, uh, very, very exactly. Yes. I mean, because taxpayers are saying we want a favorable tax regime. Right. One of the ways of making it favorable is to make it predictable. So exactly. the tax policy, you know, being hosted by the national treasury was mm. as a result of this conversation. Two, it has also been very helpful in enhancing our service agenda. Right. This has been very important. I mean, uh, you, you can see over the years, we've really tried walking that service journey mm. and mm. we have been trying to be more uh, service driven. Right. So one of the things that came out of that was, for instance, the customer relationship management system, you okay. know, which we okay. have right now. Yes, yes. Where, you know, we have an activated frontline, you know, that tries to sort out your issues and escalate those issues that can be sorted out to other levels, you know, for maximum resolution. And we monitor that. Right. So that has been there. There have also been uh, policy proposals around stakeholder communication and uh -huh. stakeholder relationship. Yes. We are so serious about this as an authority right now because yes. we, we even monitor the health of stakeholder relations wow. through stakeholder okay. relationship uh, health audits. Right. Uh, when we started, I think we were about 65%. Right now, we're at 67.5%. Okay. Meaning that stakeholders, you know, find our relationship with them a bit mm -hmm. healthy. You yeah, know, right? From treasury yeah. to private sector and right. all these people. We listen to them and all these things. Mm -hmm. But another key thing that directly affects the administration of taxes yeah. is through business process engineering, okay. the adoption of technology to make tax administration more efficient. Yes. So... What we've done in this space is to adopt cutting-edge technology right. to drive tax administration. So in the customs front, you have the integrated uh, customs management system. Ah, yes, I that ICMS. Is, yes. Exactly, okay. ICMS. That is yeah. now, you know, mm. really overturning how things work uh, in customs and trade facilitation. Okay. Right now, there's a conversation going on which we'll be discussing around tax invoice management system, you okay. know, to help us also monitor real-time, yes. you know, business transaction and, uh, and the world of, of, of business commerce uh, so that we get the right type of taxes, you mm. know. So that has been there. But even internally, things like I support, you know, to revolutionize how our internal operations uh, really work. So others like cargo scanning systems, you know, customer relationship management system, mm. and all these uh, technological avenues that KRA rode into yes. was a result of, uh, of, of, of the tax summit. So there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot happening. There's just a few. Wow. Wow. Okay. Now, Nixon, if I can jump to you, the theme of this year's annual tax summit looks at now and beyond enhanced service delivery to improve tax compliance. Now, with this in mind, what is the impact of modern technologies on enhancing tax compliance and maybe to some more importantly, uh, tax-based expansion? Uh, rightly put, and uh, to pick it up from where uh, Mr. Sian leaves it, when we talk of enhanced uh, service delivery, what mm. do we mean? Mm. We know that uh, sometimes tax acts as a pain. It's not easy to pay. Of course. But uh, what the government is doing, uh, and specifically CARE, 
is to simplify the process, mm. to make it as easy as possible so that our taxpayers can comply. Uh, because, of course, uh, tax is a legal matter. Yes. Uh, all of us have, have to bear our fair share. Mm. But uh, that said, we are also ensuring that everyone pays their fair share right. by leveling the playing ground for everyone. Mm. It wouldn't be fair if you know, my next door neighbor is not paying tax and I'm paying. Of course. Of so course. all the measures that we are putting in place mm. to ensure that everybody pays their fair share, mm -hmm. the process is also simplified, yes. is what basically we bring to the tax summit. So we bring to the tax summit a host of conversations, not just within our country, but right. beyond Africa. Yes. And of course, Africa. Mm. Because Africa, you know, needs its own solutions to mm. our unique situation. Mm. And, and you've seen a number of times we bring in speakers from Africa. Yes, and also over. from yes. outside the country. Mm. Just to have a conversation on where the world is going to. Mm. This summit is important in also looking at the disruptive effects mm. of digitalization and yeah. COVID. Which is you a, know very, that, it's uh, a very current issue. Yeah? Very, very current. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, when you look at digitalization... Mm. Uh, right from the time internet, you know, started to be used in Kenya yes. in the early 90s and even before, mm. it changes a lot how we do business. Mm. It isn't business, mm. the processes. And, and, and Mr. Oceania has mentioned mm. the, if, the, the, the efforts that the authority is taking to ensure that paying tax is simple, mm. the process is verifiable, the, pro the process is very clear, yes. and is also predictable. Right. Uh, again, if you look at the disruptive effect of COVID, we know that COVID has uh, affected a lot of supply chain uh, methods mm. and it has even affected how we live our lives, how we do certain businesses. Mm. So it's only fair that even our taxation follows that kind of disruptive channel, mm. uh, not to overburden our taxpayers, but also to ensure that we don't lose uh, you know, the much-needed revenue that the government, uh, the government wants. So this tax summit, I'm sure, will live to that dream where we share experiences from the taxman mm. and what we are doing to make our lives better, mm. to ensure that the government meets its mandate through taxes, mm. but we also share experiences from Africa and beyond. Okay. Yes. Now, Nixon, I think I have a very tough question for you, and you've alluded to it in your first answer. Uh, in terms of tax simplification, I'm sure everybody watching Tubonga Tax and listening to it uh, today, wants to know what specific mechanisms has KRA put in place to simplify tax and tax processes, as you talked about earlier? Very true. Mm. You know, uh, for tax experts, they, they, they understand uh, a canon. It's called a canon of taxation right. by Adam Smith, mm. that a good tax system must be simple. Mm. Simplicity involves... Simple to understand. Mm -hmm. The common monanchi mm. must understand the basis of payment right. and how to pay it. Right. Two, the process of payment should also be simple enough for anyone mm. sitting at the comfort of their homes yes. to do comply. Right. So KRA is approaching the, 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 the simplification in two fronts. Right. One, we want to simplify tax to our citizens. Okay. We want to educate them. We want to organize forums, including the summit, mm. where we tell them, this is the tax. Yes. yes. 
what is it about? Mm. What is it? Mm. How do you go about it? Mm. That is the simplification. So you've seen we've done uh, a lot of, uh, of course, we are doing podcasts. Yes. We are having Tax Thursdays. Mm. We are having, uh, you know, you know, there, there are a lot of time you see our own CEO, this Commissioner General, appearing on TV to clarify certain tax matters. Right. Together with many other, you know, tax experts. Yes. Care so TV. we have yes, TV. Care TV, which we've recently launched it. Right. So that we specifically harness mm. tax knowledge yes. and make sure it flows to the, the common to the man. Okay. So that is the first point. Mm. The other one is simplification through processes. Mm. And thanks to technology, mm. we are able to simplify the process of uh, registration. Right. And, and uh, I don't know how many were there before ITAX. It will <laughs> take you weeks mm. to even get a pin. And I think I even remember you used to have lines outside yes. of Time Sound. And I remember every year, actually, in the newspaper, that was... That was that was a common that was a common picture. Mm. Actually, lines outside time. The news will have been how longer the line long was the line compared straight. to the previous. And year. actually, this year there's nobody, and I, that's sure, all I use sure. as you say through so the that, advancements that of technology. That is part of the simplification. Right. In fact, uh, somebody said that yes. for customs, mm. uh, before the regional electronic yes. cargo tracking system, yes, you would have like you know 19 trucks. kilometers, yes. you know, of trucks, yeah. you know lining up for clearance at the border. Yeah, yeah. But now with technology and the simplification of these processes, I mean, yeah. it's a story of the past. Simple. Right. In fact, again, in customs, they used to be called the long room. Yes. yes. Before, before the Simba. Mm. And it was actually long <laughs> because you needed not less than 17 signatures to clear your goods. Whoa. So we are coming from, you know, we are coming from certain, certain, certain yeah. processes that yes. were not very friendly. Mm. So we are putting in place the ICMS, yes. the cargo electronic uh, tracking right. systems. Right. Uh, Mr. Sian mentioned about the tax invoice management system. Yes. A system that will enable our citizens right. to even verify if the good is genuine. Mm. If I sent uh, Ellen to go and buy uh, you know, a certain part of a motor vehicle, for example, from a shop, right. I'm able to verify that indeed mm. that invoice is from that shop mm. simply by using the QR code. And the you know the the, the KRA ITAC system, yes. which is accessible so long as you have internet, okay. and it's also ensuring that people pay their fair share. Yes, because we are able to only give input where we have actually received the, the money equivalent, mm. and mm. many other benefits that come with the with the with the, uh, the tax invoice management system. Yes, so there are many systems we are putting in place. Right, we even have a system for whistleblowing. Right. Yes, you can. Uh, you I, can I whistle. I whistle. Yes. You yes. can. Yes. Yes. You can easily report mm. incidences of tax evasion mm. anonymously. Anonymously. anonymously yes. yes, and okay. of course you are rewarded mm. by law. Mm. So, so uh, th th this is part of the simplification. Right. So that everybody pays uh, their fair share, mm -hmm. but they don't be labor to pay it. Yes. They pay it in a simple manner, right. in a very friendly environment. And of course, we've also had a culture change. Right. The simplification comes with the culture change from the employees. Mm. You can always walk to any care office. Yes. And the officers will uh, give you an ear to mm. all your queries, mm. will guide you, and will not charge you even a shilling. Mm. Mm. And that's part of the simplification. And actually, bef before we move on to the next question, I see you even uh, incorporated uh, sign language interpreters as well in, in most of your major offices as well to... To yeah. include, to be inclusive. Very important. To members of uh, people living with disabilities. Very important because uh, yeah. th these are people who are able to different. Right, right. And we, and we need to take care of everyone. Absolutely. Including Absolutely. language barriers. We Absolutely. are even trying to translate 
mm. our website and a lot of our documents to Kiswahili. Right. So that the mama mboga and, you know, my mom at home can always read right. and understand what uh, Alan is also able to understand in English. Exactly. Right. That is what we call it assisted channel. Yes. 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 Where, you know, well, another thing that is happening is the self-service. I mean, driving sure. taxpayers yeah. to the self-service options yes. where we have USSD, you know, mm. iTax mm -hmm. and empowering. Uh, the taxpayer, right. you know, to comply and, of course, compliance through payment mm. and declaration. So filing and payment of taxes on your own. Right. So right. through USSD and right. our systems have been integrated with the telecoms, mm. major telecoms in the country. Yes. Just so that your payment of taxes is easier. Yes, but also the assisted service channels, you know, like mm. the contact center right yes. now. We have a national contact center as Kerry, right. but then this is being expanded, you yes. know. So we are giving, we are having additional channels right. uh, that will be able to serve taxpayers. So, for example, WhatsApp for business. Yes, you know, yes, that's yes. one consideration mm -hmm. we uh, we are having right now. Okay. Maybe just to add on to what uh, Nixon was saying, yes, please, that please, another please. way of simplifying taxes is making it easier for mm -hmm. the citizen to hold us to account. Right. On payment of taxes, yes. not really on use. I mean, of course, KRS mandate ends <laughs> with collection. With collection, but yes. In terms of views, so we even uh, commission annual customer satisfaction service. Okay. Where we ask right. the citizen, mm. right. what do you think about us mm. as Kerry? Mm. How did we serve you mm. in the course of you making you comply with taxes? And the reason why this is important, right. Alan, 80, I mean, majority of uh, voluntar a voluntary compliance model, majority mm. of, uh, of Kenyans actually comply with taxes. Mm. And anytime you have an enforcement issue, it only happens with a very few very minority at the top. Those right. ones who already know, but they will not pay, can't yes, pay, can't won't pay, pay, won't pay. Yes. catch Deliberate. me if you can. Right. <laughs> okay. And unfortunately, that's, those are the cases that the public hear about. But mm. they tend to be louder. Of course. Than the guys who actually comply with payment of taxes. Yes, yes. So, of course, uh, I mean, these ones, of course, they, there's another way of enforcing a payment of taxes yes, on them. But yes. majority of Kenyans, you know, we actually interact with them and they, mm. we give them a chance to hold, hold us to account right. on how we serve them through customer satisfaction service. Yes. So maybe, Alan, before we move from the simplification. Yes. It will be, it will not end without telling our taxpayers. Right. That we are also bringing in an app. Oh, you know, okay. we, are, mm -hmm. we are all going up. So you want to do your banking, you want to Everything. do your shares. Yeah, mobile economy. Mobile, yes. and you, are, you have your app and you can view. Right. So that is an option that we are soon availing for our taxpayers to simplify the process of compliance. Okay. But even uh, beyond mm. uh, the, 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 the app, uh, is uh, just as Andrew is saying, we want uh, the, the self-service Mm, from the aspect. taxpayer yes, yes. so that you do everything on your own. Right. We are only there to guide you mm. where necessary. And that's why we've issued a lot of guidelines. Mm. If you go to the ITAC system, just the portal itself, mm. you're able to get all the guidelines step by step. Mm. How do you do a PIN? How do you file a return? How mm. do you pay? Mm. All those guidelines are available. And I think it would be good mm. so that uh, our, our, our taxpayers mm. make use of those guidelines. Mm. You only, you know, you can contact us when you are stuck. But basically, it's a self-service model. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, I think simplification also leads to the expansion of your tax base. So that, that, that actually leads me to my next question. Um, what mechanisms has KRA put in place to enhance the tax base? I know it's been talked about frequently. So maybe if you can briefly talk about what mechanisms are there specifically to enhance the base so that more people pay 
their fair share. Very important. Yes. And uh, we cannot talk about enhancing without maintaining the already existing base. Right. So what we were discussing before in terms of simplification and people complying is ensuring that the existing base is generally compliant, the 80% we are talking about. Yes. So to ensure that we get additional revenue, yes. because as we all know uh, that uh, government expenditure keeps increasing by year because of the demands of mm. citizens. Mm. So we also need to be innovative mm. and in a way that doesn't affect our taxpayers adversely, mm. but they comply. Right. So one of the means is uh, ensuring that all property owners, mm. whether you have a residential property mm. or commercial property, right. you pay your fair share. Yeah. So we are having a block management system. Mm. We are having a team that is ensuring that all property owners you know, shoulder their fair share of tax. Right. We are also cognizant of the effect of digitalization and the digital economy. Okay. So we are also enhancing that tax base mm. by not just, uh, you know, ensuring that our own uh, players in the digital space pay their fair share, but even non-residents who interact a lot with the economy also mm. get to pay tax. And that's why you saw the government introduced a digital service tax. Right. VAT right. for right. non-residents. Yes. Uh, and, 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 uh, coupled with that is the issues about voluntary compliance. Mm. It is just a matter of ensuring that everybody, if inadvertently, you do not pay your share, your, mm. your, your taxes, you can come forward, pay, and we give you reprieve uh, for penalties and interest. Mm. And it's by law, and, and unequivocally, you get uh, the, the, the waiver. Right. So there are many mechanisms of, of expanding that tax base. Mm. Of course, we also have legal means. Mm. You always see their goods coming into the exemption list, some leaving, right. but depending on the direction that the government is taking and the economic policies. Okay, thank you so much, Nixon. Um, Andrew, we... And maybe just uh, right. also, I mean, just, uh, just to add on that, we also focus on taxation of the informal economy. Yes, very important. Yes, and yes, yes. our His Excellency, the President, recently challenged Kenyans and said, you know, he leads by example, uh, right. to ensure that everyone pay their taxes. Mm. So if at all, um, a Kenyan, you know, who's making a living, one of the ways of showing responsibility um, on this is just by paying taxes. Paying so taxes, bringing yeah. as many people as possible mm. into the tax net. And informal economy in Kenya, you know, is one critical base that very, we are targeting. Very, mm. And also there's a current technical debate going on around digital service tax. Oh, of course. Yes. And, and himself is the brainchild here. I mean, so... <laughs> This is, this is another way we are trying to expand the tax base. And of course, through the tax summit, yes. we have had discussions about this with the OECD, mm. you know, uh, where you know, this was discussed. And we are saying, as a country, we are not signing into uh, the statement mm. uh, on the inclusive framework right. until we are properly heard. Mm. Okay? And one of, the say, one of the reasons why we are talking about that is because it has taken us time to get BST into the tax net, right. and we will not just lose it like that. I mm. mean, it's part we, of our taxing yeah, so, rights right. uh, that we are focused on uh, in the tax-based expansion agenda. Mm. So these are very uh, these are very critical, ongoing uh, issues. Of course, data analytics yes. uh, mm -hmm. yeah, is another way, important. even mm -hmm. through using third-party data, mm. you know, uh, to uh, to help us collect uh, taxes because okay. we still have very uh, rudimentary uh, data and we are working so hard as an authority to ensure mm. that our data you know is is is, is enhances compliance right. you know in other countries i was telling somebody that uh, in norway for example they give birth to taxpayers they don't give birth to children eh? mm. 
Right. No, right. because yeah. they give birth to you as a taxpayer. So you get a pin immediately <laughs> so you, birth. It's like you get a pin immediately at birth. You know? <laughs> so maybe wow. we get to that point as yeah. a country someday and say, as I mean, soon as you're we'll born, you get birth. your pin. Yeah. Exactly. So you see mm. somebody expecting a child and say, that's a taxpayer coming and yeah. start planning True. for him right True. from Nixon's office. True. And, <laughs> yeah, and also, I, I also I hear with the, with the implementation of uh, tax mm -hmm. education within the within the education, the formal education system. Very important. That, yes. that will also mm -hmm. nurture nurture people of into course, thinking about... Yeah, of course, of course, integration of, uh, of, of tax, you know, education into the national education curriculum has yes. been very important because we want to create a, a taxpayer right, right from school. Where school we say, school. now that we don't give back to them, we are saying yeah, from that from a young age, you need to know mm -hmm. that paying taxes is a patriotic duty. Yes. We don't want you to meet that kind of information in university or at your workplace. When you so that you voluntarily, yeah. you mm. know, uh, pay taxes. And to that front, I mean, we have several tax clubs. We also have centers of excellence in tax mm -hmm. education. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. Kanga High School and uh, so many Kieni Girls High School and the rest yeah. across the country mm. whose primary responsibility is to act as our tax education resource centers. Right. You know, on the mm. ground, working right. in, co in, in conjunction with our regional offices. Okay. Now, Alan, now, Alan yes. before we leave there, right? You know they say after the discussion on taxation of the digital economy, mm -hmm. we cannot have it without looking at the informal economy. Yes, we know the the level of informality, mm. especially Africa. I think is leading then Asia, and and that shows you that a big number of businesses are actually trading in the, in the in, informal. Informal, economy. of course. Yes. So we can urge our taxpayers in this forum uh, that come forward and pay your fair share. But above that, we are also working on mechanisms to harness the yes. revenue without yes. adversely affecting the businesses of those mamambogas, uh, right. uh, the hustlers. Mm. And, and uh, what I wanted to add, there's also conversation of uh, merging all these documents yeah? mm. under mm. the Huduma number or something like that. Mm. And, and we believe when, when there's that single identifier mm. to taxpayers and citizens, Sometimes it also leads to enhanced tax base because there are people who are hiding behind, you know, the multiple the, documents, the multiple documents right, not right. to come forward and pay their fare. Right. Uh, above that, I also see a lot of discussion in the global arena on how taxes can be used uh, to, to, to enhance climatic issues. Mm. We know the emission of carbon, you know, the, the greenhouse gases right. and, and the use of carbon credits and mm. taxes. Mm. So I think that is a discussion that is coming. Okay. And, and most likely we'll hear it in the summit. Yes. And, and, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's important for Kenyans to know that taxes, there are a lot of incentives in the tax laws yes. so that we use clean energy. Mm. And, and mm. that means maybe if you're not, you're, you're emitting a lot, then you might be paying higher tax than those who are emitting little. Who are emitting less, So it's yeah. also important to know. That's yeah. a very important issue. Um, now we lead to the next question, Andrew, which is change. And I know uh, His Excellency the President uh, and as well as his predecessor and many others have mentioned the word Kenya Revenue Service <laughs> and the transition from the word Kenya Revenue Authority to Kenya Revenue Service. Service. Now, how does this transition from KRA mm -hmm. to KRS affect or change how the current KRA will administer their taxes? Now, um, first of all, um, revenue administration or domestic resource mobilization is the topmost economic priority of any government. Right. And uh, if you look at our eighth corporate plan, 
we not only call it transition from KRA to Kenya Revenue Service, we actually call it transition from KRA to KRS, not only in name, mm. but also in service. service. Right. So in service delivery. Right. Because you know you can transit. I mean, I can I can declare you uh, you Alan Madoko. I can declare you Alan Madoko. I've just changed A and O. Eh? So even then, yeah. I mean, you can have an agency there, but then only remove the A and replace it with an S, yes. and it's KRS. Yeah. But does it mean that things are changing? So for us, mm. this is a service journey. Yeah. And uh, if you look at our summit on day two, we are hosting a very critical uh, public lecture by Professor Anderson um, oh, okay. from Leiden University. He used to be in the OECD, and he was one of the people who contributed the seminar work on how to create a tax administration 3.0. Mm. Mm. What that means is how to create a modern tax administration. Right. right? And the, the, the lecture is, uh, is actually titled Transformation on Stilts, mm. you know, mm -hmm. towards tax administration 3.0. What does that mean? It means transformation, quick transformation yes. in response to service needs of the people. Right. Now, one of the biggest motivations uh, for this transformation is to conform to global best practice. Okay. You look at uh, tax administrations globally. We want to, we don't want to be left behind. You know what I think for Taxpayers Month? Leaving no one behind. Leaving no one behind. We also don't want KRA to be left <laughs> behind, behind. Yes. in transformation. So we are looking at how do we conform to international best practices in tax administration. Right. By the way, this has already started in some form or shape. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of our work within the authority, you know, mirrors that. If you look at uh, our people perspective, so the work around transformation, I mean, there's a whole project and we've subdivided into five. And if you look at a uh, customer, you know, so what we're trying to do in the customer perspective is to create a delighted taxpayer. Mm. It's very hard to create one. Nobody is ever willing to part with so, money of course, to pay of taxes. Course. But yes, yeah. We want you, even if you may not feel really pleased, but we want you to be convicted mm. and be happy to pay your taxes. Pay so how do we mobilize a proper service infrastructure right. that will lead to you being a delighted taxpayer? Okay. Then if you look at a people perspective, you know, we want to create, you know, a people, a service culture in the people who collect taxes right. in our people. Tax well, even in the Bible, I mean, tax collectors were revered, you know, they were not really liked. <laughs> but we are trying to say... Yes. We are tax collectors. We relate with people. We work for the economic good of the country. Of the country How yeah. do we do it in a humane way? Right. You know? So we are trying to create a service-centered people mm. you know, and a mm. culture of high performance. And that right. is already going on. In fact, I think we are the only uh, government institution right now, for example, that integrates integrity you know, into mm. what they do in government. The only right. one island, by the way. Mm. We don't apologize for it. No, of course not. And if you look at uh, things like performance management, you know, performance mm. management culture in tax administration, evidence-based performance management yes. uh, culture in tax administration, where, you know, you look forward to a reason to go to work, right. you know. So we are trying to create a staff culture, you know, that is uh, service-friendly, you know, that is performance-driven and all that. If you look at business processes, you know, we're also trying to change that perspective so that, our processes are more efficient, you know, mm. so that you come, we, we have a 360 degree view of you as a taxpayer. Right. So let's say you import goods from the US. We can see, you know, we can see you both from a customs and a domestic taxes yeah. perspective. You yeah. know? So that's what technology and BPR is trying to help us mm. do. But again, in, um, in, in the policy and legal, we're also sensitive about our brand. 
you know. So we are trying to see, are we, you know, we do love our brand. What are we doing about our brand love? Because, right. you know, you don't just change a name. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of legal things, intellectual property rights and all that. Right. Right. But identity of KRA uh, mm -hmm. will also be very important. So, mm -hmm. to be honest, there's a lot that's already working across all these processes internally, even though we are not yet KRS. Yes. KRS will find us on the journey of transformation, okay. which has already started. Mm -hmm. But uh, we are basically changing ourselves, you know, um, right. along those uh, five perspectives. Okay. True, true, true Alan. Right. I, yes. I think uh, what, what we are doing by this change of name mm. Uh, is really entrenching what we have changed as our practices, mm. our culture, and the processes. Already, we yes. want Kenyans to be proud mm. of their revenue authority. Mm. From the first time you look at our logo and uh, the KRS, yes, you are proud to be associated with the revenue authority. All right. From the point you get into Times Star building, mm. you are you know you are getting into a government facility. Yes, uh, that meets. Mm. Uh, your demands yes that is able to serve you yes and you get you know you you, you get what you went to you what you you've gone to look out for yes that's basically the transformation that okay. we talk about and you see globally just to revisit this customer uh, conversation mm, very quickly because uh, i think All right. time i is think this is the second last oh yeah anyway yes. <laughs> Most brands talk about customer obsession. Yes. So we want taxpayers to be to get to a point where they're obsessed yes. about paying taxes. Yes. yes. Like it happens in Sweden. They look forward to paying taxes. Right. That's what our, this transition and transformation journey aims to achieve. Okay. Sure. So lastly, Andrew, what is KRA looking forward to, to gain from this annual tax summit before I let you, you go? Well, that's a simple question. So... This year's tax summit, I mean, the topics are what you want to do. One, we want to get insights on how to best improve uh, compliance right. by making it tax-driven. Okay. So our focus will be on technology for VAT. Right. How can technology enhance uh, compliance in value-added tax, okay. uh, value tax uh, mm. compliance? We will also be very keen on looking at the data and the role of data and analytics in entrenching uh, compliance. So these two are more or less uh, the risk-driven uh, tax compliance mm -hmm. uh, agenda. Then finally, we'll also be looking at customs administration mm -hmm. in a global age, you know. So what's the role of customs in supporting business in international commerce today? So mm -hmm. we look at with these issues around war in Ukraine, you know, and COVID, post-COVID, you know, what, mm -hmm. ca what can customs do to reduce disruptions of value chain? And a very interesting final topic around integrated border management. How can customs through integrated border management support legitimate trade in Kenya for enhanced uh, domestic revenue mobilization? So actually, for me, this, these are conversations we look forward to. Wow, amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing. And indeed, we'll be having a lot more of these conversations on Tubonga Tax and uh, through various channels, including KRA TV, to, to our audiences out there. Thank you so much for joining us on Tubonga Tax, Andrew Osiani and uh, Nixon Omundi. And I welcome. wish you a very happy Taxpayers Month and a productive uh, You welcome our viewers to uh, tag. We welcome you to the Tax Summit where Absolutely. knowledge meets practice. Absolutely. And uh, did you know that uh, the 8th Annual Tax Summit is happening on the 12th and 13th of October 2022? Well, don't miss out. Now, you can register today for free on https uh, forward slash forward slash summit.kra.go.ke. That's summit.kra.go.ke. I've been your host, Alan Madoka, and this has been Tubonga Tax. And until next time, goodbye.